0: Where are you cowboys and cowgirls at? Hey everybody, this is Dan Hillenbrand and welcome to Modern Cowboy, the podcast for the cowboy lifestyles and businesses around the world. I'm glad you're here, so sit back in your saddle and prepare to be inspired, motivated, educated, and entertained as I interview a new guest each week that embodies the Modern cowboy. everybody welcome to the modern cowboy podcast super excited to have my guest on tonight katie kirschner she has kirschner custom silver now it's it's a funny story behind how i ended up getting katie on the podcast i was actually talking to someone the other day and they said told me about katie and told me what an amazing person she was what a hard worker she was and this amazing entrepreneur and i've right then when she's telling me this I said well you know what I'm I'm just going to message her right now and see if she wants to be on the podcast so I did that and uh, she agreed to come on so we have her on tonight we're going to hear her story and find out about her business so Katie welcome to the Modern Cowboy podcast
1: thanks Dan I'm excited to be on here I don't even know how to top that that was pretty pretty <laughs> nice introduction <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, well, th- this person was speaking very highly of you and told me that, you, you know, you started this uh, business, I, I guess it's all I, again, I, I haven't done that much research on you. Uh, so I know that you do uh, custom silver work, uh, but you started this business from the ground up, have just grown it into uh, uh, quite the, the enterprise now. And so uh, I thought, hey, it'd be great to have you on and, and share your story with other people and, and just uh, tell us about what you do.
1: Perfect. Yeah. Uh, like you said, it, it really started from the ground up. I was terrible. <laughs> I think as, you know, as anybody starting out in anything, um, it there's a lot of practice and a lot of, a big learning curve. And that's really what it was. I am almost 10 years into it. I think right at 10 or almost 10 years doing this. Um, I took a class from a local silversmith when I was home on Uh, Christmas break from college, my um, freshman year, I -hmm. believe, freshman or sophomore year, whatever, one one of those years in school. Um, So I took a week-long class, and he taught me all of the basics of doing silver work, and little did I know, there are so many things to the basics, (laughs) and we didn't even, in a week-long class, you know, I was there from 8 a.m. to like 5 p.m. in a week-long class. We didn't cover half of the things that come to find out you need to know.
2: Right. Um.
1: So after that, <clears throat> excuse me. I just kind of was self-taught and or self failing for a couple of years. It it was definitely a side gig. I didn't um, have a lot of time to devote to um, my craft and things like that. And then. Gosh, probably four or five years ago, I really got into taking more classes and just improving my work and pushing myself outside of my comfort zones, and then that's when I really saw my work growing and blossoming and actually becoming, you know, desired and and not just, oh, well, she's got a good price tag on that. I'll buy that. Right. (laughs) Actually, they'll they'll pay what I ask for it now.
0: (laughs) Very cool, so now are you so you say you started ten years ago have you have you been making a living at it for ten years, or were you just working at it initially and
1: yeah, absolutely not. this is just a <laughs> it's just a side gig um now, in the last couple of years, I'm getting to the point where I could quit my day job and do this full time. Um, I did it while going to school, and then when I got out of school, I kind of did it a little bit. And, um, probably since I moved more towards home, I've been in the Ontario, Oregon area for about five years. Um, and I made the commute to Jordan Valley every weekend. So that's about 95 miles one way. Um, that was where I had my silver shop for Uh four or five years. And, and so I would do that on the weekends to bring in extra money, but I had a day job in Ontario during the week. And now it, it's getting to the point where I could quit my day job and really devote the time, um, to making a living doing silver. But right now I'm just not quite there yet. You know, the luxury of having a paycheck every two weeks and yeah. health insurance and benefits and retirement and all that, it really is waiting out right now.
0: <laughs> so, so how many, how many hours a week are you putting into, to your uh, silver work?
1: Um, I'd say 20 to 30, maybe I'll work on it a couple hours in the evenings and then most weekends I'm still doing it. Um, I I finally bought a house. And so I was able to move my shop closer to me and I actually have my um, shop in a little two car garage outside of my house. So I'm able to actually work on it in the evenings and and get things done. Like I was able to finish a Christmas order last night on a Monday. And I would—that would have been unthinkable, you know, last year. So,
0: very cool. So now, did you did you always have a desire to to make jewelry or do silver work or crafts, you know, growing up, or is this something that developed later on?
1: Um, I guess maybe crafts. I don't really know how the silver thing came about. There was just a, a class was being offered, and my mom mentioned, "Hey, you know, you, you were looking for something else." to do. Mm -hmm. Why don't you think about taking this class? Um, And that's really kind of how it started. It wasn't like, I really want to make jewelry. This looks fun. (laughs) At that time, It, it, I didn't know anybody who did it, really. There were a couple of guys um, in the Jordan Valley area who do it, but um, you know, I didn't really, I know them. I know them well, Right. but I didn't have a desire to maybe um, do that myself. And so i guess just like that push of oh hey this is something you could do to make in some extra money why don't you give it a try and then i did and i failed for a little while and now i'm doing fine <laughs>
0: <laughs> so are are most of your pieces custom is that what you do custom work or do you do you make other stuff just to retail it or how's that work? i
1: do a combo of both uh so i had my custom orders closed for about a year Sometimes you just need to take a mental break from customs and make some things that, you know, are, are new and fun and, and bring you joy and not necessarily other people joy. Right. <laughs> and so I just opened up customs the first of this month. Um, I opened up about, I don't know, 20 slots or so for custom orders. So I do a combination of both. Um, I try to hit about three shows a year. And then I do a variety of online updates. So I try to have a few things that are ready to ship um, so that, you know, my more popular items so that people can shop and just get something that's maybe not custom if they don't know exactly what they want, but they just want one of my pieces. They can still shop some ready to ship. Don't have to wait my custom wait time. Um, But I did just open up customs again. So I am taking a few more of those and, getting back into the custom order swing of things.
0: Do you have a, a unique style or something that, uh, that people are drawn to or what, what is about your, um, your... I,
1: I definitely think I do. Could I tell you what that is? Not necessarily. <laughs> um, I know if you spend any time looking at silver, we all do varieties of the same thing. Right. You know, there's not, there's not much difference. However, the way that I cut versus the way that two other silversmiths cut their leaves or flowers or whatever mm-hmm. is totally different. Right. Um, so I guess just the way that I lay my graver down or whatever makes my style unique, versus you know what what makes another silversmith unique, and and the way I finish it or add turquoise or or whatever you know those all play into into the unique style of it. I don't necessarily know what mine is, but I'm thankful people like it.
0: What are you most known for in terms of like the pieces that you make?
1: That's a tough one. There's um, probably, I don't know, two or three pieces I could think of. I just make their simple drop turquoise necklaces, just plain. Uh They're just set in silver. Um, Jesse Jarvis has worn one of those for I don't know four or five years and I made her the very first ones and since she wore it they've become like my most requested piece <laughs> so oh, really? and they're they're super simple they're just a piece of turquoise set in silver and I sell the heck out of those um, that's probably the main thing and then uh, my cactus stackers so they're a set of three thin rings um, one of them will have turquoise One of them will just be a plain band with no embellishment. And then one band will have, um, a hand cut cactus on it. And those sell like hotcakes every, every time. So probably those two are are my biggest sellers.
0: Yeah. I was actually just looking at those on, on your Instagram here. Yeah.
1: They, they're, they're pretty fun and everyone loves them and and they go with you know you could wear them any time of the day too so maybe not you but a lady can
0: <laughs> So now now um it looks like you made did you make a a wedding ring set on here too with a diamond Um I
1: have I have made a couple of engagement rings yes Okay Yep the last one I did um I don't know here a month or so ago that one was pretty unique uh her fiance and i had actually been meeting and talking about what what to make her and then she he he asked her without the ring and then her and i met and uh, discussed this ring so she completely custom designed it there are four diamonds from uh his grandma i believe and then uh-huh. the turquoise is also from his grandma and then the diamond he bought for her so it's you know it's really unique in that way that there's a lot of special sentimental value to the ring, right? Um, and I had a jeweler set all the diamonds, and then I, 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 did the rest of it. But
0: very cool. Now, do you you live uh, where where do you live in Oregon again?
1: Yep, I'm I'm in Nyssa now.
0: Oh, okay. You 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 were in Jordan Valley before though.
1: Yep, yep, and I still claim it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And, and now, did you grow up on a ranch out there? Or?
1: I did. Yep, my parents have a cow calf ranch there in outside of Jordan, and they've been there before I was born, and the family's been there for generations. And my parents run their own own cow calf herd.
0: Now, are you um, how, now how far is uh, Jordan Valley from uh, Burns, Oregon? You know, I don't know off the top of my head.
1: Uh, It's about, it's about two hours.
0: Oh, it is. It's that far. Okay. And, yeah. and George, are you guys, you guys are more North, right? Or North?
1: Um, no, I guess looking at a map, maybe we're, we're kind of <laughs> just straight across the board.
0: Oh, you are. Okay.
1: I, I think, so. I think they might be a little more North than us.
0: Gotcha. And your folks, they still uh are running that, that outfit today, huh?
1: Yep. They are the two of them. <laughs>
0: now in, in terms of uh you know your uh, your silver work uh is is tooling silver similar to to tooling leather
1: i guess y- yes at the same time i wouldn't know because i don't understand how okay. half of these <laughs> leather guys make it look like they do just like i'm sure they don't know how i make myself look like i do right um basic concepts I think they're the same, just a different use of tools. Right. I honestly look at some of the leather stuff and I think silver is easier.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> but that's just, you know, my familiarity with it.
0: Have you ever made any silver stuff for saddles or contos? You do anything like that or is it mostly just jewelry?
1: I've done a couple, um, but it's mostly just jewelry. My, my comfort zone, I guess, or my what I'm good at is jewelry. Right. I've done a couple of contros here and there, but not a whole lot. Yeah.
0: So now, now tell me, uh, you started, started your business and started getting going. Taylor was just telling me, she was telling me that, uh, you know, what a hard work you were and that you, you saved uh, all your money and, and, uh, I don't know uh, everything she was telling me, but, but share with us a little bit about that. Uh, you know, your, uh, Your your just your business acumen or your smarts in terms of putting your business together and saving your money, Taylor was just telling me that you were like uh, really good at that.
1: I don't I don't know about that. (laughs) Um, You're not claiming that. Definitely no. I guess I'm not. (laughs) I guess I don't I don't look at it that way. (laughs) Um, Well, she was she um, was
0: impressed. So there must be something there. (laughs)
1: <laughs> there must be something there. Then, <laughs> um, Well, you know, it is, it is expensive to get into. And so you kind of have to have a budget and, and know what you're going to be making and pricing it all out is a big part of it. And I don't think people really understand that, you know, I most silversmiths factor in how much metal they're using and what it costs that day or, you know, the day that they bought it. And and then the materials and all of that, and then you add on your time. Um, so I guess like on the budgeting side of things, you know, there is a lot to take into that most people don't don't think about. Whereas right. you pay a a wholesale price, well then you mark it up 200% or whatever. We don't really we don't really get to use that because what is our wholesale price? Well, I just spent three hours out there. So. Right how, how much is my time worth? Right, exactly. Um, so that part of it has been a learning curve for sure. Um, but I think just like with anything, having a budget in mind and, um, you know, sticking to that and knowing your limitations with, well, I really can't buy silver this month or, Hey, I've made quite a bit of money this year. I think it's time for me to buy that new, whatever for the business right um that's kind of you know what i i hate taxes (laughs) so i don't know where she got that i'm on a budget (laughs) and all of these things because i literally despise looking at my record books (laughs)
0: you you must be doing something right
1: Uh, yeah well i'm I'm pretty frugal i guess there's that (laughs)
0: And that's a good thing so in terms of uh price what what's the price range on on your on your pieces?
1: They can range from i think I have stuff that i have little earrings at twenty five and I have some things for four hundred um you know it just it really depends on the piece and right. and the materials and time that goes into it um i've I have some earrings that I made up they're twenty five bucks most most stuff ranges in the i don't know Mid-100s to mid-200s, basically, is where kind of everything, most everything lies. Um, But there are stuff for every budget. I I try to have pieces that, you know, will fit everybody's budget.
0: Right. Now, I see that you you do, um, because, again, I'm scrolling social media again, so I'm scrolling your Instagram. You do a a lot of photography, too. Are you doing the photography, most of it, or... Do you, do you have somebody do it? And then there's also, uh, you know, quite a few, uh, you know, really cool uh, pictures of you either with the horses or jewelry or modeling or whatever. Um,
1: most, most of the pictures of me um, are taken by Natalie McFarland with McFarland productions. I, especially the ones with me with horses. Okay. Um, I've used her for a couple of years now and we tried. I want the essence of ag and ranching lifestyle captured, you know, that's how I grew up right. and she has came out and helped me to capture what, where I grew up and, and what I'm about. Right. Um, so that's where most of those pictures come up and come from are, are from Natalie. And then, you know, they're our old ranch horses and our not fancy saddles and bridles you know we're just a ranching family
0: so today's episode is sponsored by modern cowboy performance nutrition the brand built on grit determination and perseverance modern cowboy products are designed to increase stamina and strength build lean muscle mass and promote healing and pain relief for more information and to order products visit our website moderncowboy.global and use our podcast listener special code moderncowboy15 at checkout for fifteen percent off all of our products and apparel. Yeah, it's really cool though because, like I said, you know, I don't usually do like tons of research on uh, my guests unless I know them and and you. I mean, I just found out about you this past week, so I'm scrolling through it and there are some really, really cool, really cool pictures. You know, of yeah. you, and, and then of course you're displaying your, you know, your work, and then like you say, horses and this one in particular. Where was it at? You, I think, I don't know why it looked like you were sitting. I don't know if you're by the beach, you know, I don't know where you're at. It looks like you, the paint horse is tied up and your saddle's there. And then you're, you're on the other side of the fence and your hair is hanging down. It's just, it's a cool shot. You know
1: oh, um, I, it looks like, yeah, I'm in a water trough. Yeah. Is that what it is? It's a big, it is. It's a big, uh, That's a huge water foot. trough. Yep. It is. It's a, it's for water storage and whatnot. Cause we gotcha. don't have a lot of water out there. Um, and yep that was me and my old four a tour She's <laughs> retired now, and
0: <laughs> very cool and that is that on your folks' place
1: it is yep
0: cool cool and so so where do you where do you see yourself you know going with with your silver business are, you, are do you think you'll transition into doing it full time or and, and what do you what what do you do for your for your day job what do you do? If you don't mind
1: um. Sharing. I. Uh. Yeah. No. Not at all. I work for the USDA, so Department of Ag, okay. and the branch is Natural Resource Conservation Service, and I am a soil con for them. And I guess basically the nitty gritty of what I do is uh, we do cost share programs for farmers and ranchers to implement conservation activities on their ground. Um. So I. I work with producers all over Malheur County to um, cut down juniper trees, put in stock water, put up pivots, different things like that. And NRCS has funding to uh, to help cost share and help them pay to put those things in and, and improve their ground and, and sustain them and keep them on the ranching and, and their families doing what they do.
0: Yeah, that's very cool. Now, did, did you go to school for this? Do you have, do you have a degree in, in, uh, you know, I don't know, soil or anything, or it's just, uh, <laughs> I, I,
1: I did. I went to Eastern Oregon university. Uh, I actually got a degree from Oregon state though. Um, mm-hmm. they have like a pilot program, I guess you would call it. I didn't have to go sit in the rain for four years. Basically right. I got to be in the grand <laughs> and, uh, so I graduated with a range management degree okay. which allowed allowed me to basically apply for jobs similar to this. And so right. yeah, I did go to school in it. Um obviously my background is very tailored to what my job is, you know. Right. And growing up around here, I know most of the people I work with um and if they don't know me, they do by now because I've been there for five years. So, <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> well, that's very cool, though. I mean, you're definitely steeped in the uh, in, in that in the industry, the ag and the beef producing industry, and in cattle industry, and and uh, which is which is super cool, super cool.
1: Yeah, you know, and that's that's what I wanted out of a job um, right. was to keep keep farmers and ranchers doing what they do because the importance of of them is not lost on me and you know I I want to do my part and then also you know I have a talent that is tailored to and and comes from my background and I want to serve people like me and from my background and even not from my background but just anyone who's interested about the ag industry or ranching or farming you know I want mm-hmm. to serve them with my talent as well.
0: Right. Very cool. Very. Now, anybody else in your family, uh, you, you know, work in that industry besides, uh, you know, you know, raising cattle and stuff? Or, or are you are you the first person to to work in like range management? In in I guess is it the state that that you work for, or the county? Um.
1: No, I, I'm I'm a federal, oh, so federal. government okay. employee. Yep. Yep.
0: Okay. All right.
1: Um, I think about everybody else is on the ranch or, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah, they, they're, they're mostly all ranchers. That's kind of what my family is. Right. Um, I mean, there's others, you know, my cousins and whatnot that have, um, uh, gone on and take, taken similar town jobs, but, um, as far as I can think, I mean, there's a whole herd of us, so right. <laughs> when you ask who all's doing what. <laughs> right. The Kirsthners is a very large family.
0: <laughs> now do you do you uh do you rodeo at all now or are you team rope or ranch rope? Or-
1: I don't. No. No. Nope, just uh just help out on the ranch whenever I can. Yeah. But I don't really rodeo or anything like that, so
0: well, not you're that busy. I'm against
1: it. I just don't. Yeah, no, you're, <laughs> exactly. You're,
0: you're busy. You know, you're doing range management, and then you're, and you got your silver business. And and if you're working, like you said, sometimes twenty, thirty hours on your silver business, uh, that's that's a lot of hours in the week.
1: Yeah, there's not there's not a lot of time for a whole lot of extracurriculars. So when people <laughs> ask me what I'm doing while I'm working, <laughs> right,
0: right. Now, now you, you said you just bought a new house too. Um, yep so uh and and how old are you
1: 28
0: 28 already bought your bought your house um yep was that something you were planning for a while or
1: yes i have been looking
0: uh-huh.
1: <laughs> uh there's just wasn't a whole lot um come available and then you know timing wasn't right and right God has a plan and it wasn't in the plan in the last couple of years for me to have a house. And this one came available and literally everything fell into place and it has been the biggest blessing ever since. So.
0: Yeah. Cause now you've moved your, uh, your silver business into the shop. You said.
1: Yep. Yep. And I, I have it here and I can go and work on it whenever until however whenever. late. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and i don't have to pull the 2 to 3:30 in the mornings that i was sometimes if i'm on a roll i still might <laughs> but i don't have to anymore so that's nice i can go and work a couple of hours and and get done what i need to
0: yeah do you have do you have orders that you have to get done for christmas now since it's coming up there in a I, week or so?
1: I finished the last one yesterday and i shipped it out today so nice I am, I am done with Christmas orders. Other than there's a few ready to ship um, things from the website that I'll get packaged up tonight and ship out tomorrow. So okay. other than that, I'm caught up.
0: Do you, now, do you mostly make women's jewelry, or do you make things for men too? Or
1: I've I've made some stuff for men, um, some wedding rings, some cross necklaces. Um, yeah, but mainly women.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they're what, they're
1: the ones who are a little more free with their pocketbooks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, for jewelry, anyway, right?
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. The men they don't really see the value in it. So, except for the cross,
0: the, the crosses, though. I mean, there's a lot of guys wear the you know crosses nowadays. They so, do. You know,
1: yep, you know. yep. And and I have done quite a few men's wedding bands, just you know, simple engraved. Those are those are pretty easy. So,
0: right um you do any uh uh well I'm sure have you ever made any like scarf slides or anything like that wild rag slides or
1: I have done a few of those Mm -hmm. yes
0: and what do you what do you like making the most in terms of jewelry
1: that one's so hard (laughs) to answer uh I I don't know here lately I've been making um earrings and I've really been enjoying doing those they're turquoise with a Handmade bead right on and their hoops, those ones have been pretty fun. I really like the bar necklaces, um, rings. I do like doing custom orders, um, brand rings, especially just because you know, usually there's history behind the ranch brand and you know, there's pride and they're proud of where they come from, and so I always like making those,
0: right. Yeah, actually, I was just looking through here, uh, this one ring that you—I'm I'm not sure what stone that is. It maybe it's a—it um, uh, might be kind of turquoise, um, but it's a super cool ring, and it's got that beaded edge all the way around it. Yeah, uh, it's mm-hmm. on your—it's on your Instagram, kind of rolling around around you were rolling around your fingers, so you can see the whole thing. But that's a super cool ring. What's uh, that one there? What's something like that? Uh, go for.
1: Well, I'm trying to find where you're looking at, but those ones, anything with like a pretty good sized chunk of turquoise is, um, usually starts at 250 and then goes up depending on, on the quality of the turquoise and, and the size of it and things like that.
0: Yeah. That's super cool. And I love that beaded edge. Yeah. It
1: just gives it a little, little bit fancier edge to it.
0: Is that, is that hard to do? I mean, you have to put each little bead one at a time? I,
1: I don't. They come in a, a string, and so oh, okay. you just cut it and shape it to fit and solder it down, so I don't have to do each one of those. I think I would have given that up by now. <laughs> <laughs> They're super easy to melt. <laughs>
0: uh, now, you said you, you have a website also where people can go to? I do.
1: Yep, I do. What is it? That is just KirshnerCustomSilver.com.
0: And Kirshner is spelled K-E-R.
1: K-E-S-H-N-E-R.
0: Perfect. Yeah, I'm still I'm still scrolling through your stuff, looking right now. You have got a lot of super cool cool pictures too. Thank you. Yeah. Very cool. Try to
1: incorporate some you know, lifestyle stuff. And Mm -hmm. so I want people to know who I am as a person as well, not just, I want them to recognize my face when I'm in Vegas or out just at a show somewhere, you know, I want them to, I am the face of my brand. I want to be the face of my brand. Um, I want them to know who I am, what I believe in, what I stand for, all of that. So that, you know, there's no, oh my gosh, I met her in real life and i hate her or whatever <laughs> you know i just i want people to know who i am basically
0: now there's one picture here um let me see well that that was taken in may um, it said it's uh Kushner custom silver you're standing in front of it is that your is that your shop now your garage or was that your old shop
1: that is actually um my trailer so i oh,
0: okay i got you
1: i bought a, a 40 foot uh cargo trailer and uh-huh. my mom and i made this faux storefront uh-huh. and we set that up at every show At every show i go to like two or three <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> not not uh, not a ton um right. but we set that up and then it just creates a nice little storefront people know where i'm at they know who's there you know it's not just a, a Blank back end of a trailer, so that's that's my mobile setup.
0: Very cool. Yeah, and you you say you do two three shows a year. You usually go to like pretty big events.
1: There, there, I consider them pretty big. So I go to Jordan Valley Big Loop every year. Okay. That's obviously hometown rodeo. Have right. to go to that one. uh Pendleton Roundup. Mm-hmm. I'm set up right across from the Roundup grounds. There have been for the last couple of years. And then I hit Bruno Cowboy Christmas, and that I set up inside for that one. And where's um, that? Those where's are my where? three. <clears throat> it's in uh, Bruno, Idaho. Oh, okay. So it's about 18 miles south of Mountain Home.
0: Yeah, I'm not familiar with that for some reason.
1: It's a little bit, I guess, south of Boise. Oh,
0: okay, got
1: you. Yeah, that that general area. It's out there in the desert. <laughs> yeah. But people, people come from all over, and it is the, the best collection of Western and cowboy retailers and vendors mm-hmm. that you're going to find. And, and people come from all over to shop. It's a two-day event. There's two uh, bu- buildings that are full. The Legion Hall and the elementary school, as well as outside of both of them, are full of vendors, and it's just great shopping.
0: Yeah, awesome. Very cool. I'm still just scrolling through your, your uh social media looking at all, all your stuff, all your rings. And those bars. All necklaces. the things.
1: Yes. Lots of the yes.
0: <laughs> Very cool. So in your Instagram for people to go follow you is Kirshner Custom Silver. Yep. As well.
1: All one word. Yep. yep.
0: Now you don't make any of the I see you got some pillows and some moccasins and some other things on there. Those are just things that uh that uh you like or
1: yep, I just retail them, I don't oh, you do the only thing I'm yeah, I just make is the is the silver, but I sell um a variety of other things just to you know be diverse and yeah meet you know all audiences type of thing, um so yeah, I sell pillowcases and mugs and kitchen home goods. Um, Southwestern rugs, mm-hmm. moccasins, boots, hats. I have a whole bunch of hats with my logo on them, and all sorts of, you know, just different things that could be gifts or, you right. know,
0: and, and, maybe they
1: just come in and it's more than what they were thinking. So right,
0: and this is and this is stuff that you sell on your website as well, right?
1: Correct. Yep. Every, everything should be listed now. <laughs>
0: Very cool. Now you're, you on Amazon at all or just, uh, I'm
1: not just, just my website. Yep. I'm about a year and a half into having a website. So.
0: (laughs) It's work, isn't it?
1: It is. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, I, anybody who is starting a a small business or, you know, starting up a business, it is the number one thing. Like I wish I had done it sooner. I wish I had taken the plunge. It is, such an asset to my business to yeah, have a website.
0: It changes the game for sure.
1: Oh, absolutely. I don't know how I did it without it. <laughs> you know, it it is worth every penny I pay on it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, very cool. Very cool. So hey, um we're getting getting close to the end of our time here. I got to ask you the questions I ask everybody. Do you, do you have a favorite brand of uh, cowboy hat?
1: Oh, there's a couple of them. <laughs> Probably American. American yeah you say
0: you say a couple you you have another one too, or
1: well i I have a, a vintage that I love, I believe it's a resist doll, but okay, I have like three or four shorty Americans, so probably Americans. I seem to be a bit biased <laughs>
0: <laughs> very cool how about um how about cowboy boots? got a favorite brand or maker
1: i I don't I have probably one of from most. <laughs> I have quite the collection. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you don't ha- you don't have a favorite one. You like them all.
1: I like them all. If they're pretty, You're I'll wear them.
0: them. Yep. And how about the uh, cowboy movies? You got a favorite cowboy movie?
1: Uh, McClintock.
0: Oh, there you go. Yeah.
1: Yep. Could watch it a hundred times. Never really? get told.
0: Yep. It's a great movie. What, what, what do you think? It is. What do you think you like about that movie so much? Did you watch it like when you were, uh, you know, really young or something? Not that you're not young now, but I mean like <laughs> kid or something.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure we wore out a VHS <laughs> or two of it. Um I think I have three copies of it on DVD and I could tell you that they're all different. <laughs> There's little clips of a the pieces and parts that they've cut out to shorten them. Yeah, that's how many times I've watched it.
0: <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh,
1: that's it's great. just a great movie. I love John Wayne.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, you and... Many, many, many other people. That's for sure.
1: Yep, everyone else.
0: (laughs) Very cool. Very cool. Well, Katie, hey, I really appreciate you coming on and 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 sharing your your story with us. And um, your your work is super cool. And uh, congratulations on your on your house. That's an awesome achievement. Thank Um, you. Yeah, and uh, just tell everybody again where they can where they can uh, find you. Your website.
1: Yep. They, you can find me on my website, Kirshner I'm also on Facebook and Instagram at Kirshner custom silver. And I think that's about all the places you can find me. I'm just on those, those few.
0: Very cool. Well, Hey, thanks again, Katie. I really appreciate it and uh, look forward to just seeing more of your work down the road here and uh, maybe meeting you in person here one of these days.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Dan.
0: You bet. We'll talk soon. Okay. Appreciate the reviews and ratings, which increases awareness in our effort to grow the fan base of the cowboy, rodeo, and Western lifestyle culture. If you are new to the show or have been a listener for a while and have just not had the opportunity to rate and review the podcast, it's really simple. Just trot your pony over to the iTunes Apple Podcast, click on the show, scroll down to rate and review, and give us a five-spur rating. The podcast is available on Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher, as well as many other platforms where you listen to podcasts. Just type Modern Cowboy Podcast into the search bar to subscribe, listen, rate, and review. And if you are interested in being a sponsor of the show to showcase your business, DM us on Instagram at Modern Cowboy Podcast or message us on our website, www.moderncowboypodcast.com.
2: Every Friday afternoon I hitch up the trailer Saddle up old rock And ice down a cooler I drive that old back road until it ends At the and pin We got them rusted out pickups And fancy rigs Twenty thousand dollar horses Then there's my own stick Although we're all the same the minute we ride in to the rope and dead Will I no play off speed But I give her hell He never can tell Someday I just might be We'll turn a few steers and we'll tell a few lies Kick back in the saddle and philosophize Most of life's problems Yeah, we're gonna solve them Down at the rope and pin Yeah, we don't do it for the money Yeah, we're always broke Just ask Clint what he paid to rope he's lost a dozen wives, half the fingers on his hands, to the rope and pen, and it takes a little skill and a little luck, if you can talk smack, you can back it up, oh, but we're all friends, no matter who wins, down Someday I just might be We'll turn another pin of steers Tell a few more lies Drink another beer and hypothesize Most of life's problems By God, we're gonna solve them Down at the Roman Pen We'll see y'all again Next weekend Down at the Roman Pen down in the rope and